I think we can all agree it's much easier to see what's going wrong than it is to notice what's going right. Honestly, that's our job as coaches. But we also know how distracting and harmful it can be to the performance when we're focusing only on mistakes. In today's episode, we talk about how to talk about the lessons and use a daily routine to keep growing and moving forward, even through some ugly losses. All right, I hope you enjoy. Let's jump in. Get your head in the game, coach. You're about to get your audio dose of softball inspiration. I'm Melanie Rushing. And I'm Alicia Smith. And we help softball teams win more games and have more fun. Right now, you're joining thousands of passionate coaches across the nation who are dragging the field, prepping for the day, or driving to that other job while they learn and grow as a coach. So if you're ready to learn how to build a strong team culture, get your players to believe, and make a real difference in their lives, you're in the right place. This is the Mental Sweet Spot Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Uh, first warning, I do not have my good microphone today, so you get muffling, echoey Mel. <laughs> uh, apologize for that. Hopefully next episode I will get my act together. Uh, but we're back for another installment of my team season. Excited to share how we've been doing and what we've been up to. So, yeah, Alicia, back to you. <laughs> So let us know how, th- I want to know how things have been going. Cause I know that you had a stretch there where you had a lot of cancellations and, um, you yourself missed a game. So let's, uh, think about or talk about how you've, how you've been doing and how the girls are looking and how some of the mental training that we were working on when we were working on uh, 2.0 with your team, how that's, uh, how you're seeing some impacts or what impacts you're seeing and how you're seeing that improve your team. Yeah. Okay. So it's been a long time. So brief overview had a bunch of games <laughs> we've had wins losses good wins bad losses all of the in between um but I will say the coolest thing that I've witnessed from the coaching perspective is that growth every day we talk about it uh we emphasize it but he as a coach I never really know if it's going to pan out that they're going to grow a little bit every time and keep getting better uh that's always been my goal as a coach to keep improving throughout the season um, but we really have, and I am so proud. Um, there haven't been heavy losses that have stuck with us. There haven't been snowball innings that became multiple innings. Um, so I'm really proud of the way our girls have handled themselves. Uh, we got through our non-conference schedule, uh, ended, I don't believe I've talked about this, uh, with a, an out-of-state team split with a a good strong team there um, and it was little league day which was also I highly suggest mixing in some like team building slash fun community services things with games <laughs> uh, just to keep the perspective it was so nice it was it was a great day uh, and then kind of beat up on a team <laughs> that wasn't very good and then we started conference and it was rough uh, went 0-2 uh, our uh, number one pitcher had a rougher game than usual, uh, ended up losing that game. And then we had a whole mix up game two and they just stomped on us. <laughs> so rough day there, but it was the coolest thing to see um, in between games. We always have play double headers so in between games and after games, we have a routine to process uh, the game. So every time it's, what were our lessons learned? Um, I used to go in and like, I would give 
my feedback first. And like, I would make sure the coaches talk, like, Hey, what are we going to tell them first? <laughs> like, what are our main points? Uh, and then we tell the girls first and then see if they had anything extra. Now we go in because we've trained them every day, talking about wins, fails, and lessons. We, every time start with them, what are your lessons? So in between those games, we had lessons, came back again, game two was not good. So after those two losses, first conference games, 0-2, could have felt heavy. They were, they were so action-focused. Like, hey, this is what we need to do better. This is what went wrong. This is how we fix it. Uh, it was really great. Even some of the just straight-up mistakes <laughs> that there's, a, like, you just need to focus more was the uh, feedback. Even those, they, like, they were thinking through the plan, and they, they really still felt confident, <laughs> even in our huddle, Post game, they're like, it's fine. Wait till postseason conference tournament. We'll beat them. <laughs> like, okay, good. Let's go. Um, so then we had this massive break of games where we had two weeks without games, uh, which I will never do again. It was so weird. Uh, even as much as I love practice time, we got to work on some things, broke things down, got more individualized focus. Uh, it just felt slow um, to not have that test of like, how are we? Where are we? Uh, but then we came back and played the preseason uh, number one in our conference. So after two conference losses, no games, bunch of practices, came back and we split with them, which was great. Came out uh, game one and beat them. I think uh, it's happened a couple of times now. I, I'm not sure if it'll continue. Uh, the stronger teams have looked at our record, uh, especially from last year. And we tried to save their ace and we hopped on them, uh, which I'm so proud of. Um, so hopped on it and just came out hard and really just played our best that day. Ended up losing the second game, but we did split. Uh, and then we've been rolling since then. We had spring break. Uh, so we had a couple of days actually off, came back, and the team traveled up to Kentucky. I got sick. This is the first time in my career I've not been at games, um, but just it, it was not smart to go for many reasons. Uh, but they did their job. My student assistant, get this, my student assistant, she was playing last year. She was a junior in college. She took the reins, coached third base, was calling signs, and they came out with 30 runs. I was so proud of them. It's like really hammered it to them. Came back, uh, classes, uh, started again this Tuesday, and then we played um, another top team in our conference. They've been ranked top 25 in the country. They've been having a great year. Team out hammered them. We uh, scored, what, 12 runs the first game? Ended up, uh, excuse me, 10 runs the first game, ended up winning 10 to two. Uh, and then came out second game. I know exactly what we need to work on. Um, but again, every host game, this is what I'm loving to hear like, what went well? What are the lessons? What are we going to do better? And they remained confident, like in their true belief. We had an exercise where we finally uh, made our affirmation posters. Um, and the things they were saying, their affirmations were so much more meaningful than when, like before we went through 2.0 with them. Like they were very specific to, hey, this is where my brain usually goes when things are bad. Like I usually uh, beat myself up in a way that's like, I should have, I should be better. Or um, some of our girls, I've kind of labeled it. Are you the should person? Are you the, the poor me 
person or like, is it me? The person who personalizes everything. And then they made their self-talk reflect that and you can see it. Uh, we're doing free practice, uh, mental sets, uh, mental, I guess mental prep using rewire, which again, we'll talk about later. And then like having that baseline and knowing where they're at and like, Hey, it might be a lower day for me. I need to do this. Um, we talked about last time they're focusing now on their, like what their focus is for that day, being able to make adjustments mentally and physically. Um, and I'm just so proud of the growth they've made. So I <laughs> gave you a lot of ammo for that. Uh, <laughs> throw back at you, but I am so proud of the work they've done on their mindset this season and the growth they've made. And I think you're seeing the results of that, right? And I think sometimes it isn't necessarily uh, translated directly into winning all of a sudden, but what you've noticed and what I've heard a distinct difference in their confidence level. And that's not tied to their outcome because as a coach, when they say something like coach, we've got this next time or, or whatever, we're going to beat them. That's all you really need to hear. Right. Like, so I think that that's awesome that they're translating all of that into what we talked about is true belief in themselves, regardless of outcome. And that's, that's a really tricky place to get to and a really difficult place to get to. So that takes, you know, kudos to you for really focusing on those things. And I think that it's so hard to get, again, we've talked about this before, and I think it's so hard to, to not focus on just the drills or just the practice and taking some time to focus on the lessons learned. So I'm curious when you had that very first huddle, you said the kids were like, yeah, it's totally fine. We'll get them in conference tournament. No big deal. What were some of their lessons? It doesn't necessarily have to be from that game, but what are some of the things that you're hearing your kids say that they've learned from that game or doubleheader? You doing a really good job of um, going individual, like calling out their own personal wins and lessons. Um, they don't call out, they, they call out the fails sometimes, but like they're using the lessons based on the fails, but they are getting really specific, which I love. Like, hey, I finally am sitting back on the ball because I practiced this. Or if they're like, um, yeah, we like really showed out today. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Like we had great focus and energy and we made adjustments. Um, we've had faced a couple of teams where they switched the pitchers a bunch of times and they're like, we did a really good job of communicating to each other between those pitches, not just, we did a good job. Um, so I've been really proud that they're getting specific with these things so that they can kind of log that in their brains of like, Remember that one thing we did? We're not doing that right now very well. Let's do that again. Or we learned this lesson. We're going to apply it this game, this practice. And they're still doing that every single practice, every game, which I love. Like um, their approach to at-bats, um, having a specific pitch in mind, knowing what the pitcher is throwing and what you want, um, knowing in between plays where you're going. They said they're doing a very good job with that. We've got like physical things like I'm diving for balls now. I feel more comfortable like laying out. Um, so that's been really great to see in here is how they're noticing the little things that make a huge difference. And when they can focus on those little things uh, and the lessons they've learned and, and attribute it to specific things that they've worked on in practice, I think is it's like golden like yeah. you, you have them mentally where they need to be 
right? And you're building that confidence. So that that becomes an unstoppable team, right? Mm-hmm. And at a, even one that competes, right? Because we talked about that with my kids this week about competing. So we we have designed practices and I'm not going to get too far into mine because that's a whole nother podcast, but just oh, that's a competition, right? Like yeah. you want them to compete and practice and, and all the time. So when they're not afraid to fail and they can make that mindset shift, right? And the lessons that they've learned, man, that's awesome. I'm really excited for you. So what do you got coming up this week? That's another Well, before I get there, you said competition. I, before I even kind of mapped out what type of consequences I wanted to use. And so we started with like consequences for myself. And, but now we've gotten up to, if you mess up, the whole team has a consequence. Mm. And I've been loving like the flow of it. They, you could, you could see on their face, they're focusing more because they don't want to disappoint their team or like make their, like make their teammate do a push up, that kind of thing. But they have owned it. There's like, all right, here we go. Um, so that's been great to see too, like the progression of their ability to deal with those real consequences. Um, so yeah, so here we are. Any, any challenge drill we do now is a consequence for the whole team the rest of the season. And like, I actually really yeah. like that. Yeah. I have seen similar things where it's like, Oh, and, and we talk about standards, right? We've talked about this mm-hmm. with both my team and your team in the past as well, that if the objective is to field the ball cleanly, throw the ball <laughs> cleanly and catch the ball cleanly, and you have a slight bubble just enough where, but you recover fine and make the play. They look at you and say, well, does that count? And my response to them, and I know you've done something similar, is like, what's your standard? That's for you to decide. Does that count? Is that the standard you hold yourself to? And they, nope. And then they they own it. And then you don't have to have that conversation again. Mm -hmm. And they just own it. And I love that with your girls because that's another part of that confidence piece. And, you know, it's not, it is, it takes sometimes weeks, months, years to, to, to build that up and to reframe that stuff all the time. And this is your second year on it. So I'm excited that they did the affirmation posters, but I'm more excited that it was intentional and meaningful. And I think that that's sometimes where you can go through an exercise and check it off the box that you've done it, but without the intention or the meaning behind it, I think is, is where you really can potentially lose an opportunity to really uh, gain some, you know, uh, have some gains with the confidence or from the lessons learned. So it's a process and then takes time and it's okay if it takes a full year, right. Yeah. To really kind of integrate that into your, to your system. So what are you looking forward to this week based on all the things that they've shown, uh, grown in the areas they've grown in and things like that? Yeah. Uh, so this week, like I said, we're now on the, the end of regular season and it's gonna fly we have eight more games so four more double headers all conference um we've got saturday and sunday saturday is um our quote-unquote alumni day which i need to contact my alumni because there's just so many things at this level that i want to do and don't have time for um but then sunday senior day which will be awesome always a fun day uh and then we got so we got Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, and that's it for regular season. 
Um, so I am real excited. And um, different types of teams. We've got um, two teams near the bottom of the conference, win-loss win record-wise, and then two teams top of the conference, win-loss record-wise. One has been ranked nationally. So, like, I'm really interested to see the approach to each opponent because you'll start to hear, like, oh, that team's not as good as that team. So, so does not matter. People said that about us coming into play. So I'll be interested to see how they move past. It's a natural thing to do to move past the initial like evaluation of, oh, we're playing a strong team, weaker team, middle of the round team, and move to, okay, what's our game plan against this specific team, these pitchers, this defense, their offense, um, and see how they game plan and make sure they're ready regardless of who is on the other side of the field. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to, because that's what the tournament is too. That's what postseason is. like. Generally, the strongest of the strong, but you never know who you're going to get. You always got to be ready. So, going towards that, I'm really excited. And this is the first time any of our girls will have been to postseason. I love that. I love that. That reminds me of our team last year. I think it's uh -huh. great. Yeah. And I think that that's the hard part too, is um, because you hear coaches a lot say, like playing down to the competition or being scared of the big, bad number one or whatever it may be. And you know, that that's a constant conversation we have to have too. You control your controllables and like, that's, I think you have an awesome like approach to it way more a scouting information at your level, right. Of like, who's, who's what. And, um, we, you know, the more we play, you get a little more information, but it's like, what is your specific game plan? And I think I saw a shift in my kids as well in their attitude and confidence last year when the focus was simply on the game plan for that. Yeah picture right because we knew whatever so yeah i'm excited and we don't do i don't i do not do a great job of scouting before um like the amount of info we had going into games when i was coaching d1 was way more i can't even imagine like yeah. i really can't <laughs> it's just a whole other beast at that level yeah so for high school travel ball coaches listening who may think i'm sitting here with 85 charts you don't need that it would it would be nice to have more information of course but yeah. like at the very least you see her warming up you start with that and then as each batter goes on you get more info and then as each batter each of their batters have their at bats you're getting more info so just keeping the focus on my game plan to be what's showing up right now right that'll be I'm excited for your kids though. First time in postseason. So yeah. it'll be a great experience for them. And I think just, just as a coach, having that experience from the other side too, just watching them, you know, just kind of let go and just play because mm -hmm. they've gotten to the point where they're finally confident enough to do that. That's going to be really exciting for you. And, yeah. you know, I don't know your girls well, but I've met them enough times to know that it's, I'm excited for them, especially the seniors, because it's like, yeah. what a way to go out. And I think that if they can uh -huh. have a tournament run to remember, it'll be oh, something yeah. we'll never forget. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're very excited. Wishing you the best of luck, BP. Thank you. And yeah. See you all next time. And that is a wrap for today's episode. Now, imagine if you could legitimately get your team to grow, even just a little bit, every single time they stepped on the field or grabbed their glove, how much further could they go? 
how much closer to their potential could they get? Let's make it a part of our daily routine. Every win, every success, every fail is an opportunity to learn a lesson. So if you wanna start talking about lessons learned with your team, start today. Ask them what lessons they've learned recently and see what they're seeing. If you wanna take it a step further, you can begin talking about lessons around their mental game with the seven C's. Our assessment will give you the language to talk about the lessons they're learning while building a better mindset too. To get started today, head to mentalsweetspot.com assessment. That's mentalsweetspot.com assessment. All right, coach, thanks for joining us. Have a good one.